Hello, people of Earth and Podcast listeners, and welcome to the one-day delayed edition of this week's Midday Movie Madness Home Edition. Like I, like always, I salute those on the front line. I tip my hat to you. Happy belated to, birthday to my father, Dolphin Tail producer Bob Engelman. His birthday pals include Andrea Bailey Yates, who got an early birthday present April 29th, with the arrival of her second son, Murphy Maverick, Danish director Thomas Vinterberg, who recently took on the Best International Feature Film Oscar for another round, YouTube star Jojo Siwa, pop singer Sam Smith, the late religious leader Andre, my mistake, the late religious leader Malcolm X, the late wrestling icon Andre the Giant, and basketball player Basketball player Kevin Garnett, the late Peter Mayhew, voice actress Mally Flanagan, who voiced the English voice of Ninja Naruto Yuzumaki in the Naruto anime. Yesterday marked anniversaries for 2009's Glee TV show, 1989's Roadhouse starring Patrick Swayze, 2004's Shrek 2, 2017's Everything, Everything, and Alien Covenant, 1995's Braveheart and Die Hard with a Vengeance, Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace, The Da Vinci Code, Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. Tuesday, Georgie Keefe of Hyannis, Lauren McGowan, Chow Young-Fat, t- actress Tina Fey, country singer... George Strait, singer Jack Johnson, and the late pop singer Perry Como all had birthdays. May 18th also marked the debut of 2018's Show Dogs, Deadpool 2, and Book Club, 2012's What to Expect While You're Expecting in the Mega Flop Battleship. Today, Cher turns 75 years old. She say she shares her birthday with rapper Buster Rhymes, the lead actor James Stewart, stage actress Sierra Boggess, and children's book author Mary Pope Osborne, the creator of the Magic Treehouse tr- series. May 20th is also the debut date for 2011's Midnight in Paris and Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides, and 2016's The Nice Guys and Neighbors 2 Sorority Rising. Speaking of Cher, yesterday the singer had really big news to announce. Variety.com revealed she presented fans with the news that an official biopic of her life is in the works. The untitled film is set at Universal Pictures with Mamma Mia producers Judy Kramer and Greg Gotesman on board to produce and Eric Roth penning the script, Variety has confirmed. Cher announced the film in a tweet writing, Okay, Universal is doing biopic with my friends Judy Kramer, Gary Tocote has been producing. They've produced both Mamma Mia's and my dear, dear friend, four years, and Oscar winner Eric Roth is going to write it. Bob Saget, Derek Huff, and the late actor Bill Paxton had birthdays on Monday, Monday May 17th. Mary Grace, Wolf, Mary Grace Wolf, Isa Mae Green, Mr. P., and the late rapper, the notorious B.I.G., have birthdays May 21st, 
which is also the debut date for 1982's Annie and Mad Max 2, 1999's Notting Hill, and Terminator Salvation from 2009. Joe Ruggiero, Drew Carey, Jewel, Jeopardy winner Ken Jen- Jennings blow birthday candles May 23rd. Soren Spohn, folk singer Bob Dylan, actor Tommy Chong, actor John C. Riley, and Vict- Queen Victoria have their birthdays May 24th. Even Angelina Jolie couldn't do much to save the box office with her new thriller, Those Who Wish Me Dead. Unlike previous Warner Brothers simultaneous HBO Max, theatrical releases like Wonder Woman, Godzilla vs. Kong, Tom and Jerry, Godzilla vs. Kong, and Mortal Kombat, the film, barely advertised even by pandemic standards, did not exceed the studio's expectations, nor did it take the box office throne unlike the others. Almost four years after the Aesaw film Jigsaw opened, diehard horror fans drove out to witness Spiral. The series' newest entry regained the box office throne. Hollywood's latest horror film, starring Chris Rock, who also helped write it, and Samuel L. Jackson took the top from Wrath of Man with an 8.7 million body count in Hall. That's not the last that we'll see of Jigsaw or of the long-running horror franchise. In early April, it was announced that a 10th installment, as well as a TV series, is in development. Wrath of Man took second place with $3.7 million. It's currently sitting with $14.6 million total, which isn't too bad. Third place went to the aforementioned thriller Those Who Wish Me Dead. Which uh, only made two point eight million. Youch! Did you know Spiral is the first soft film that Jigsaw himself, who's played by Tobin Bell, doesn't appear in person or have a voice over? And this is the sixth soft film to open up with a trap. It is my sad regret to inform you of a great Hollywood loss. Eighty-six-year-old. Actor Charles Grodin, who was also a stage actor and author, lost his battle with bone marrow cancer Tuesday. Best known as the bail jumping accountant foil to Robert De Niro's Bounty Hunter in 1988's comic thriller Midnight Run, and suffering father George Newton in the family comedies Beethoven and Beethoven Second, he also showed up in The Incredible Shrinking Woman, The Great Muppet Caper. Heart and Souls, 1994's Clifford, The Louis TV Show, and So I Married an Axe Murder, among others. HuffPost.com reported Tuesday, Grodin did have a small role in Rosemary's Baby and was a part of the large cast of Nichols' ad- adaptation of Catch-22 before he gained wide notice in the 1972 late May comedy The Heartbreak Kid. He starred as a Jewish newlywed who abandons his comically neurotic wife, I mean comically neurotic bride, to pursue a beautiful wealthy blonde played by Cy Bill Shepard. The movie was a hit and received high praise. It is also my regret to report the tragic passing of 79-year-old comedian Paul Mooney.
who suffered a fatal heart attack yesterday. He was best known as a writer for Richard Pryor, Sanford and Son, In Loving Color, and Saturday Night Live. He had roles in the Buddy Holly story as Sam Cooke, the Spike Lee film Bamboozled, and the Chappelle store show. So sad. Rest in peace. On to better news from the weekend. Ariana Grande and Dalton Gomez were revealed to have covertly gotten married over the weekend. 31-year-old singer Jason Derulo and Jennifer Rumez are now parents. Just two months after they revealed they were expecting, E! Online announced Tuesday the social media influencer revealed her baby boy has been has finally arrived. A glimpse in my first week with our healthy, handsome little king. Jenna captioned her Instagram post on Tuesday, May 18th. Life has so much more meaning and I am so grateful. I am so, so in love with this little boy. He's everything I never knew I needed. The internet personality shared that her newborn son arrived one day before Mother's Day, May, Saturday, May 8th. They are keeping the intimate details like his name and appearance to themselves. Also, Ian Line reported early this morning, Joel Edgerton is officially a proud papa after welcoming his first baby with girlfriend Christina Sanitarnara. The Underground Railroad actor shared the news in a recent interview with Oprah Winfrey, who said the birth happened recently. He gushed, yes, I just ran away from the hospital for a moment. I can't even put it into words. I'm in love. Egerton didn't share any details about the little one's arrival, only saying that he nearly missed the big moment because of his work schedule. Attention Riverdale fans, People.com announced yesterday that Archie Andrews, a.k.a. K.J. Appa, will soon enter a new off-screen role. Fatherhood. The website reported the Riverdale star, 23, revealed on Wednesday that his girlfriend, Clara Berry, is pregnant, sharing a photo of the 27-year-old model showing off her bare baby bump as the couple lounged on a couch. Berry also confirmed the pregnancy by sharing several maternity shots on her Instagram, which Ab- to which Abba replied, She's pregnant, BTW. Jenner Love Hewitt will soon have her own party of five. Ian Line also reported Tuesday the 911 star announced on Instagram that she is pregnant and expecting another baby with husband and actor Brian Howell's day. Oh, baby, we have another one on the way, the actress wrote to her followers while holding up a positive pregnancy test. So excited to finally share this news with all of you. Thank you at Clear Blue for being a part of our journey and giving us a platform to share this news. Jennifer is also a pr- is already the proud mom to seven-year-old daughter Autumn James and five-year-old son Atticus James. According to the I Know You Did Last Summer alum, having another child came as a surprise. We always had been open to a third but definitely didn't think in the crazy years that the entire world was having that it would necessarily be this moment. Jennifer shared with people who first broke the news. 
I feel like we've been able to, so far, raise two really special kids who will be great role models. Plus, Morgan Miller and her former Olympic skier husband, Bodie Miller, are expecting another addition to their family. They currently have one girl and four boys. Congratulations. Attention, Hocus Pocus fans. I have mute ton of frog and lizard guts and bat wings, too. Dust off those vacuum cleaners, because it's official. The Sanderson sisters are coming back for Hocus Pocus 2. Variety.com revealed today the Sanderson sisters are officially returning to Salem. Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Kathy Najimi will reprise their role in Hocus Pocus 2, a sequel to the 1993 Disney classic. Disney initially revealed plans for a follow-up in t- film in 2019 with the hopes the trio of actors would return. But Midler, Parker, and Ajime hadn't formally confirmed their participation until now. Production is expected to begin this fall with plans for Hocus Pocus 2 to debut on Disney Plus in 2022. Midler celebrated the news on Twitter, writing, Sisters, it's been 300 years, but we're back. Filmmaker Adam Shankman will no longer direct the movie due to scheduling conflicts. However, he will remain on the project as an executive producer as he directs Disenchanted, a sequel to the 2007 fairy tale comedy Enchanted with Amy Adams for the studio. Anne Fletcher, whose studio's credits include The Proposal and 27 Dresses, will take over directing duties. After a year off, thank you, pandemic, the NTV Movie and TV Awards returned Sunday. Marvel scored big as WandaVision won four out of the five awards it was up for, including Best Performance in a Show for Elizabeth Olsen, Best Villain, Best Fights, and Best Show. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, starring Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan, won two awards for Best Duo and Best Hero for Mackie. The late... Chadwick Boseman got a standing ovation for his win for best performance in a movie for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. USA.com announced Sunday Sasha Baron Cohen became the fourth person to receive the Comedic Genius Award. An Academy Award-nominated actress Scarlett Johansson was honored with the Generation Award. She got slimed by husband Colin Joss during her acceptance speech. The awards, which started in 1992, moved to a two-night event this year. Sunday's traditional broadcast was followed by the inaugural NTV Movie and TV Awards, Unscripted Monday, hosted by comedian Nikki Glasser. Other winners included To All the Boys I Love Before, Always and Forever, Breakthrough Performance winner Reggae Jean Page for Bridgerton, Jersey Shore's Family Vacation, and The Haunting of Fly Manor. The first trailers for Dear Evan Hansen's film adaption and Hotel Transylvania Transmorphomania dropped Tuesday. Hotel Transylvania Transmorphomania, the final and fourth Hotel Transylvania, opens July 23rd, where Dear Evan Hansen, starring Ben Platt, Amy Adams, Amanda, Sten- Amanda Stenberg, and Julianne Moore, goes from the stage to the silver screen September 24th, not to mention 
that the tra- the first trailer for this August highly anticipated Aretha Franklin biopic Respect starring Jennifer Hudson as the Queen of Soul herself dropped yesterday. And limited release this Friday is the comedy is the crime mystery The Dry starring Eric Bana and Genevieve O'Reilly. After over 20 years, federal agent Aaron Falk returns to his hometown to attend the funeral of his childhood friend Luke, who supposedly killed his wife and child before taking himself out. Luke was the victim of the madness that's devastated the town for over a decade of drought. I mean, after an a, over a decade of drought. When Falk grudgingly agrees to stay and look into the crime, he opens up an old wound, the death of 17-year-old Ellie Deacon, and begins to think the two crimes are related. Can he solve it? Racing to theaters Friday, May 21st, before becoming available on demand June 11th, is the sports comedy drama Dream Horse. Starring the talents of Tony Collette, Damien Lewis, Owen Teal, Joanna Page, Carl Johnson, Anthony O'Donnell. It tells the true life story of unlikely racehorse, racehorse Dream Alliance, owned by Welsh bartender Jan Vokes. With no experience and hardly any dough, she convinces her neighbors to chip in to help raise the colt so he can race with the experts in the hopes of competing in the Welsh Grand National. Can he succeed? According to the Internet Movie Database, supposedly the horse was given the name Dream Alliance since it was the town investor's dream and they were all in it together. Speaking of horses, with its 19th anniversary coming up May 24th and its spin-off film, Spirit Untamed galloping to theaters June 4th, it seems an opportune time to take a look back at DreamWorks Animation's animated adventure Spirit, styling with Cimarron, also known simply as Spirit, starring the voices of Matt Damon as the narrator and James Cromwell. The film, which was director Kelly... Ashbury's and Lorna Cook's feature film debut centered on a wild stallion in the 19th century American West who is captured by humans and slowly loses the will to resist training. But throughout his fight for freedom, he refuses to give up, hoping of one day to return home. It ate up 126 122.6 million bales of hay in theaters, and it was up for Best Animated Feature Film Oscar. But it lost to another film with spirit in the title, Spirited Away. In 2007, it spawned a computer-generated Netflix spinoff, Spirit Rising Free, of which Spirited, Spirit Untamed is uh, based off of. Spirit is the only project of the franchise that's done in regular hand-drawn animation. Did you know that Tom Hanks and Robert Redford were both considered for their narration voiceover, but 
the role ended up going to Matt Damon. And Brian Adams sings the songs for both the French and English versions of the album. Speaking of spirits, it's not the only DreamWorks film to have an anniversary this week. Twas long ago and far away. Well, actually, 20 years ago on the 18th of May, when a famous ogre went from the page and being feared to being an iconic, loved character, whom this day is still famed and revered. DreamWorks is Shrek, with the voices of Cameron Diaz, Mike Myers, Eddie Murphy, and John Lithgow, which put DreamWorks on the map, on the animation map, turned 20 years old on Tuesday. Loosely based on William Stig's 1990 fairy tale picture book, Shrek, the film doesn't re- need an in recap. But did you know that it took 10 years for Shrek's quest to go from the page to the screen? The book rights were first bought by Steven Spielberg in 1991 when he thought about moving a regular animated book adaption. He brought the rights with him after DreamWorks was created in 1994. They cast Chris Farley to voice the title character, and he recorded about 80 to 90% of his lines. But after Farley unexpectedly passed in 97 before he finished, Myers was brought in to finish the character. And to finish, was brought in to finish the lot to finish recording. It made $484.4 million worldwide at the box office. It was acclaimed as an animated film worthy of adult interest, as it had a lot of many adult-focused jokes. Shrek won the first Academy Award for Best Animated Feature Film and was up for Best Adapted Screenplay. Its success spawned Shrek 2 in 2004, Shrek 3rd in 2007, and Shrek Forever After, as well as a 2011 spin-off, Puss in Boots, which in turn spun off into a Netflix series, a stage musical, and lots more. Since it took so long to make, DreamWorks was able to refer to other films, like 1999's The Matrix, that weren't even made when the film was first conceived. Ah, ah, Matrix Bullet Time Scene! Sorry, there's something in my throat. This is the only film in the franchise that doesn't even take place in Far, Far Away. And Mike Myers actually improvised lots of lines in the film, including when he addressed the guests at Barquad and Fiona's wedding. Now, while Shrek is a dragon in a supporting role, the newest Disney Pixar DVD release, Raya and the Last Dragon, starring the talents of Aquafina, Kelly Marie Tran, Gemma Chan, and Benedict Wong, has one as the main roles. The $108 million worldwide grossing March 5th release, which came to Disney Plus on March 5th for an additional premium access price, but will be available for free June 4th, is set in the fantasy world of Kamandra, where humans and dragons lived together in harmony long ago. But when sinister beasts called the drone threaten the land, the dragons 
sacrificed themselves to save humanity and vanished. 500 years later, those same beasts have returned. It is up to a lone female warrior to track down the last dragon and stop the drum forever. Did you know that this is the animated feature film debut of Gemma Chan, Daniel Day King, Sung Kang, Benedict Wong, Isaac Wang, and Rose Butler? And this is the very first non-sequel Disney animated film, feature film since 2016's Moana. Coming to Netflix May 21st is Zack Snyder's zombie horror heist film, Army of the Dead, starring the talents of Garrett Dillahunt, Hiroyuki Sonata, Ella Purnell, Dave Baustia, and Omari Hardwick. It takes place during a Las Vegas zombie outbreak when a group of mercenaries take the ultimate risk, venturing into the quarantine zone to pull off the greatest heist ever attempted. According to the Internet Movie Database, this is Zack Snyder's second zombie apocalyptic horror film since 2004's Day of Dawn of the Dead, which was his directorial debut. This is also his second film for a streaming service, after the recent Zack Snyder's Justice League. Speaking of Netflix, the third season of their hit animated show, Jurassic World Camp Crustacea, Dino Roars to the Streaming Service this Friday. Guest day actress Jenna Ortega may want to start practicing her finger snaps. She's been cast as goth Wednesday Adams in the upcoming Netflix show, Wednesday. The Vulture.com reported yesterday the eight-episode series, simply titled Wednesday, will follow Adam so she attempts to master her emerging psychic ability, stop a killing spree, and solve the supernatural mystery that embroiled her parents 25 years ago. Oh, and she's also a student at Nevermore Academy, so she's got to deal with all the tangled politics of school relationships, too. This live-action show will serve as the directorial TV debut for Tim Burton, who's also set to executive produce. Ortega, who you may remember as young Jane Villanueva on Jane the Virgin, posted a picture of herself with a script on Instagram. New chapter, she wrote in the caption, Hope I can do Wednesday Adam proud. Oh, and uh, don't forget, the Adams Family 2 finger snaps its way back to the big screen. I mean, screen. The, in October 1st, 2021. Leslie Odom Jr. and Kate Hudson have grown the grown have joined the growing cast of Netflix's future Knives Out sequel. Comicbook.com reported Tuesday Godzilla's singular point has confirmed when it will be releasing on Netflix in the United States and other territories outside Japan. Toho's Godzilla franchise has been stepping out in some big ways lately, as the famous kaiju not only faced off against Kong in Legendary's Monster Universe, but got a whole different kind of makeover for an original anime series with Netflix. Premiering this April in Japan as part of the spring 2021 anime season, fans outside of Japan have been waiting patiently for their chance to check out Godzilla's singular point for themselves. 
With a previously announced June release window, Netflix has thankfully confirmed Godzilla's singular point will be streaming with Netflix globally on June 24th. But this update does not come with a reveal of whether or not the series will be receiving an English dub release when it hits. Holy battering, DC fans. TheVerge.com reported yesterday HBO Max is getting two different animated superhero shows revolving around Superman and Batman. Batman the Cape Crusader and My Adventures with Superman. Batman the Cape Crusader which will be a more like reimagining of Gotham's Dark Knight. It comes from a group that includes Matt Reeves, who is the director of 2022's upcoming The Batman, J.D. Abrams, and one of the co-creators of Batman the Animated Series, Bruce Timm. On the other side of the spectrum is the more comedic and family-oriented my Adventures with Superman. The website said it will follow the 20-something lives of Clark Kent, Jack Quaid, Lois Lane, Alice Lee, and Jimmy Olsen as they collectively start their journalism careers, fall in love, and for Clark, start his burgeoning career as the Man of Steel. This week's two final two films came out on DVD Tuesday. Oddly enough, both of them came out two weeks apart this past February, Best Picture Contender Minari, starring Best Actor nominee Stephen Young, Hari Han Yiri, Alan Kim, Best Supporting Actress winner Yoon Ya Yuong, Will Patton, and Noel Kate Cho came out first, theatrically and, virtual, and in virtual cinemas February 12th. Semi based on Best Director. Contender Lee Isaac Young's childhood. The drama centers on a family of South Korean immigrants who try to make it in rural Arkansas during the 1980s. Also up for Best Original Screenplay and Best Original Score, the film made $4.2 million in theaters. Did you know that this is the second Korean-speaking film to be up for Best Picture at the Academy Awards, following 2019's Parasite, which won the big award one year beforehand. And Hollywood actor Brad Pitt was actually one of the executive producers of the film. February 26 saw the release of the animated slapstick comedy Tom and Jerry, starring Chloe Grace Moraes, Michael Pena, Colin Joust, and Ken Jeong, and the voices of Bobby Cannavale, Lil Ray Howery, and archival footage of the late voice actors William Hanna, Mel Blanc, and June Foray. In the Warner Brothers film, which also came to HBO Max for a month, Jerry takes residence in a fancy Manhattan hotel, which has a young employee teaming up with Tom, who dreams of being a famed pianist, to um, exterminate him before a super high-class wedding takes place. It made $111 million worldwide, making it the seventh high-grossing film of this year so far. At 101 minutes, this is the longest Tom and Jerry feature film. 
And studies show that cats and dogs who live on the same roof for a couple for over a few weeks become socialized and normally become friends. So all this fuss about Jerry and Tom really hating each other's guts for decades is pretty unrealistic when you think about it. That's all for this week, folks. As always, my loyal minions, stay safe and watch lots of movies. And get to your local theaters if you can. And help the movie industry bounce back. See you soon. Bye.